Hello there. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Thought with Lainey Evans. I'm your host, Lainey, and I am so happy to be back for another video. Not a, not a video. I'm so happy to be back for another podcast episode. Y'all, I'm so used to... I, I'm doing too many different things right now, and I'm just so used to talking to my camera right now for YouTube videos, um, but I also feel like I literally just recorded a podcast episode mostly because I did record an episode on Friday, which would have been the last one. So if you didn't listen to that yet, go check that out. But yes, it is Wednesday now. I am trying to get back into my routine of getting on top of getting podcasts done and um, hopefully getting back to recording them the same day every week so that it's consistently like a week apart that I'm giving you guys a recap and catch up. I am recording this on Wednesday night at 8.42 p.m., I'm going to set the scene for you. I have the lights off in my room, but I have my fairy lights underneath my bed. My bed is lofted to be like a bunk bed, and then I have my desk under it. And I have some fairy lights wrapped around. And so those are turned on. I have a blanket wrapped around me. I have a hoodie on, but I'm honestly, like, kind of warm. I turned my air conditioning off in my room so that I could record this podcast. And I didn't want to have a bunch of background noise, so I'm going to take my hoodie off right now but I'm wrapped in a blanket um, that actually used to be my grandma's I brought it with me here um, as a piece of comfort as she has passed away and I wanted to have a piece of her with me I have quite a few things actually with me that are either like her clothes or you know different things that I've gotten from her but anyways that has nothing to do with this podcast (laughs) but that is kind of the what the setting is right now I'm feeling pretty chill, you know, just trying to kind of wind down, but I also wanted to get this recorded, obviously, and I'm excited to talk to y'all. So, before we get into today's episode, I just want to plug my YouTube and Instagram. I'm trying to get better at this so that I can use different platforms to let you guys know about the other platforms that I have. So, I am also on YouTube. You can find me at Lainey Evans, just spell out my name. L-A-N-E-Y-E-V-A-N-S. And I post all sorts of content on there. Lots of vlogs, food content. I'm trying to start making more content about college life right now. And also I'm doing a series of living alone in New York City. Because I currently am living alone in New York City. So if that's something you'd be interested in, please feel free to go check that out. I also have my main Instagram, which is laney.foods, L-A-N-E-Y dot F-O-O-D-S. And I post, obviously, food content on there, but I also post health, wellness, lifestyle. Also starting to post college things on there, different routines, just kind of overall, like, my life is on there. And then, obviously, I have the Instagram for this podcast, so feel free to go follow that podcast for announcements on when new podcasts have been uploaded. If I ever do any Q&As that if you want to be part of those, please feel free to go follow Instagram so that you can answer a question or put in a question or something like that so that you can be included in a episode hopefully in the future. I also post reels that have to do with what the episodes are going to be about. So if you want to get a better look at what I may be talking about in a certain episode, feel free to also follow that. 
Okay, let's get into the weekly segments. Drink of the day. I just finished my adrenal cocktail for the night. If you don't know what an adrenal cocktail is, it is not alcohol. <laughs> I do not partake in alcohol consumption. Um, an adrenal cocktail is... I have talked about this a little bit, I think, on past podcast episodes, and also I've discussed it a little bit in some YouTube videos, but just if you haven't heard about it, an adrenal cocktail is a mix of a source of potassium, sodium, and whole food vitamin C. I also like to have my nightly dose of magnesium in it, so the way that I enjoy having this This is supposed to help with mineral balancing, which can also help with hormone imbalance, I believe. Uh, Don't quote me on that. Google it. Do your research if you want to be 100% sure on that. But I do know for a fact it's supposed to help with mineral balance and also their electrolytes. But I like to do my nightly dose of magnesium, and then I add half a cup of coconut water, a couple cracks of sea salt specifically pink sea salt or pink Himalayan sea salt that's just what I've been using it's what I have and I also use that when I cook and stuff so just any sort of salt and then uh, whole food vitamin C I personally like to use lemon juice or lime juice just cut like a lime in half and squeeze the halves into the drink Um, or you could also do orange juice if you wanted to any uh, grapefruit juice anything like that but that is what I just had, what I just finished, and then I'm also sipping um, the little bit of water that I have left in my hydro jug. Other than that, I probably won't be drinking anything because I'm trying to not drink so many liquids right before I go to bed so that I hopefully won't wake up in the middle of the night to have to go to the bathroom. It's kind of inevitable for me. So let's get into this week's recap. This week was, well, I guess it's only been the weekend and then... Monday, Tuesday, and today, Wednesday. So I will start from Saturday. On Saturday, I went to the gym in the morning. I Last week and this week, I actually took off from the gym on Wednesday just because I have eight hours straight of class. And they start at 8 a.m. and I go until 4.30. So I just don't, don't want to overwhelm myself. I don't want to overdo it on my body. And I usually, Wednesdays, because I have so much class, I usually have assignments and things that I need to do afterwards. So I'm just trying to give myself that. And I have free time on Saturdays. So I'm planning on using Saturdays if I have the time to fit in that fifth workout. But if I only get in four workouts in the week, I also am completely okay with that. But yes, so Saturday, it was pretty chill. I went to the gym. I did my laundry. I rehearsed with a friend in one of the studios. I actually rehearsed with two people. The first rehearsal was for a dance theater piece, and then the second rehearsal was for an acting scene with my partner. I also got groceries and just worked on some stuff for Instagram reels and just like social media in general. On Sunday, oh gosh, Sunday was kind of tough. I literally sat for three or four hours trying to edit my previous podcast and I kept having issues. I'm having a lot of issues in my dorm specifically with like Wi-Fi and data not wanting to work and I'm supposed to have free Wi-Fi here and it just does not want to work which is also why I'm currently recording this on my iPhone right now because it's just been hard like 
even when I try to use my hotspot from my phone onto other devices, it just does not want to work in this building specifically, or like at least in my room. And obviously, I'm not going to go down to like the student lounge where like a bunch of students are and record a podcast. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I spent a decent amount of time trying to get that up. I had to re-edit it like twice because it just would not load. So if it sounds weird or extra jumpy at all, it is because I was having issues with it. So I apologize for that. I also apologize that it was up a couple hours late, but I was I did have the podcast recorded. I was just having technical difficulties with getting it to want to upload. And then also Sunday, I went to Central Park with two of my friends. We... When we walked around Central Park and then we found this ice skating rink um, and watched people skate for a little while. It was really cool. Hopefully I will get to go ice skating sometime this winter. I mean, it's pretty much all I did Sunday. I also just meal prepped a few things. I did find out on Sunday, I learned that you can microwave pasta instead of having to take all my pots and pans down to the kitchen and boil water and cook my pasta. So now... I have a college dorm hack. You just cook it for the same amount of time that you're supposed to boil it, except for you just put it, you put your pasta in a microwave safe container, like a bowl or something. You cover the noodles with water and you microwave it. Say you're supposed to boil it in water for seven minutes. You just throw it in the microwave for seven minutes and check and make sure it's al dente. And if it's not, cook it a little bit longer. And it tastes just like if you were to boil water and cook it in there it's literally the same thing you could also add some salt to your water too if you want to like salt the noodles or whatever so that it's like evenly flavored yeah I did learn that on Sunday and I thought that was pretty cool what else did I do I facetimed some people and that was really nice because it's pretty much the only way that I can actually obviously have live time conversation with the people that are not here with me (laughs) that kind of sounds like people were dead nobody my friends aren't dead um and my family is not dead I think you get what I'm saying it's comforting to actually be able to have a a like a, a constant conversation going back and forth between people when you haven't like when you aren't seeing them every day like you used to so yeah it's just it's been nice I'm actually usually a person who does not enjoy FaceTime um ever since the pandemic the big COVID the vid. I used to FaceTime people like all day every day and since then I just haven't really been able to stand FaceTime because that was just such a dark time for me. I was going through so much and I just was very put off by FaceTime for a very long time but now that I'm out here and like it is a very good tool for me to connect with people I'm definitely seeing it in a different light at this point in time. Earlier, I was speaking of how on Saturday I met up with a person, with my partner for an acting scene to rehearse, and we actually, on Monday, we had our first run-through of that in front of the class, and it went really well. We got lots of good feedback from our teacher, and then we rehearsed Tuesday night, and we have to perform it tomorrow, actually, so that's pretty exciting. I hope it goes well, and then we have a demo for it, which is basically like the final presentation of it next week. And I also got 
my scene partner for my next scene that I'll be doing. Um, I got that. I got to find out who my partner was today, so that's pretty cool. I need to reach out to them to see when we're going to be able to rehearse. But so far, classes are going good. I'm really enjoying my acting class. I'm learning so much, even just from watching other people do their scenes and hearing their feedback. It's very, very informative, and you're just immersing yourself into just like taking little bits and pieces of every scene that you see and like little bits of pieces of feedback from every scene and like putting it to help your own to help better your own scene and it's just fun to see how people can take a scene with all the same lines but you get to choose like the plot and like the story and stuff and like completely change it it's I don't know if any of this is making sense to you but it's very cool to see hmm other updates oh okay so (laughs) I think I've told you guys this before. I have like a little list of just things I want to, that have been, um, that pop into my mind that I think would be kind of either funny or important to tell you guys. And something that I've noticed since I've been out here is, is I'm literally going to the grocery store like every three days-ish to just restock on like things here and there. And honestly, I'm not mad about it. And also groceries haven't been too bad for me. And I use all my groceries, which is something that I'm very like, I'm very consistent with making sure that I use all of my groceries so nothing is getting wasted and if I have to go every couple days just to restock fresh fruit and vegetables and stuff that is fine I would rather have that that means that I'm eating them I guess the last update I have is on so on Tuesdays I have this vocalization and speech class Um, basically it's like a class to help with production of speech and also like singing and breath support and all these different things that are really important as a performer and we just had a very fun weird and like effective class like we did lots of interesting exercises that I definitely think made a difference I'm really excited to continue this class because I had no idea what to expect going into it and Now I'm just really excited to see where it's going to go. The high of my week, I'm going into highs and lows. High of my week was that I'm getting out of my shell. And along with that, I am trying my best to become the highest version of myself. And what I mean by that is because I'm in a new space, there is no reason for me to hold back on being who I want to be. So if I want to be friends with someone... I'm going to go up to them and say that I want to be friends with them or I'm going to go up and introduce myself to them or I'm going to go up and try to start a conversation with them. If I want to exude confidence, I'm just going to start doing that. I don't need, I don't need to wait for a certain moment to do that. I'm just going to start doing that. If I want to create a completely new routine, which I don't really want to, I, I mean, my routines obviously changed since I moved, but it's still pretty similar to what I was doing at home, just in a new space and whatever. But say I wanted to create a completely different routine, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do what I need to do for myself, and I'm going to be who I am. And I'm not holding back on my feelings, and I'm not holding back on expressing to people my true self, because holding back would be a disservice to me. And honestly, Holding back from yourself is a disservice to other people too because other people want to get to know the real you and if you're holding back from them, they're not going to get to know the real you. 
So it, go- it goes both ways. The low of my week really isn't a low. I mean, like, it kind of is. It's just that I've been really busy, and it can be overwhelming at times just trying to plan out everything and stay on top of stuff and just making sure um, that I'm getting everything done that I need to get done. Other than that, though, everything is going really good. My goal last week was to do my laundry, and if you, a few minutes ago, I had said I did my laundry on Saturday, so I did get that done. I'm very glad I did. Now we just got to do it all over again this weekend, and that just sucks that it has to be an every weekend kind of thing, but it does. Otherwise, I will fall behind, and I will get stressed about it, so I just got to stay on top of it, and I know that that is going to be something that I had to do in order to set myself up for success. My goal this week is going to be getting back into my groove of creating content, including posting on my Instagram story, recording this podcast on the day that I'm supposed to, which I am doing right now, so check and check. Just making sure that I'm creating content that I'm really, really happy with when I'm putting it out, and also just not worrying so much about numbers on Instagram. Instagram has been really weird. I've had a couple of videos reach like over 25k views and like over almost 2,000 likes. I've had a video, I have a video that's almost to 60k views. Um, and not that views are everything, but it's been very weird that I have like some videos like that and then other videos will only get like a couple hundred, which I'm very appreciative because even if I'm only reaching one person, and they are getting my message, that is all that matters, that really is all that matters, and also my platforms are just a way for me to express what I'm feeling, or to romanticize my life, or to create memories for myself, or to share a story with other people, and I just really want to focus on enjoying what I'm creating, and being happy with what I'm creating, rather than being like, oh, I need to reach this certain amount of people, when really that isn't that isn't the goal. That is not the goal. That's not the reason why I started my platforms. So I don't want it to turn into that. So, yeah. I just really want to get back into the swing of being consistent with everything and getting back into my routine that I have with creating content. How am I on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm like a... I'm like a 7. I'm not going to lie, I didn't know if I really wanted to record this podcast tonight. I was kind of procrastinating. I have other things that I do need to get done, but I also know that I want to talk to you about this topic, and I want to get this podcast recorded for you guys, and now that I'm recording it, I am happy that I did it. I am very happy that I get to sit down and chat with you for however long this episode is. So yeah, I'm probably like a 7. I'm chilling probably between like a 6 and a 7. I'm pretty chill. How are you? I know I've been saying this a lot in my episodes, but I just, I want you to check in with yourself. I do think it is important that you just take a second to just kind of calm down. Just ask yourself how you are, truly. It's okay if you're not okay right now. You can be honest with yourself. If you don't want to be honest with yourself, that's fine too. I mean, no one's judging, no one's going to know. But I think it's good to just kind of take a moment and reflect on how you're feeling in this moment. And 
doesn't mean you have to automatically change it. You can just acknowledge it and move on if that's all you wish to do. But let's take a deep breath in together. And out. And let's get into today's topic. Okay, I've decided that I'm going to record on voice memos because I don't know what is going on right now with my Anchor app. Nothing, well, I know what it is. I have, like, no... I'm having more Wi-Fi issues right now, so hopefully the intro for this does not get deleted because I just talked for 20 minutes, but we will have to see what happens. We will worry about that at a later date. I'm just going to get into today's topic, which is friendships. Talking about a couple different topics with friendships. And the first one I want to jump into is finding friends in a new city. This is personally something that obviously I am working on right now. It is easier for me because I am going to college in a new city. So that is one way I think that you can find new friends. Um, If you are going to a school there, try to become friends that you have become friends with kids that you have classes with um you could join clubs you could if you get a job maybe like get a job on campus or near campus and become friends with like the people that you work with coworkers, stuff like that I think that that's a really easy way to try and get to know new people not saying that making friends is like necessarily easy but it can be easier if you're putting yourself in those situations if you're in a new city and you don't have you know a college to go to like an easy way to make friends like that i would say find places that you go to often like say you like to go to the same cafe see if there's other people that are there at the same time as you and if they are if you have the guts to if you have the ability to go up to them and ask them you know like hey can you join them or you see them around and you're new to the area and you're looking to meet new people. I personally would struggle with that, but I know that if I was in a new area and I was looking to make friends, that it definitely would be something that I would want to be able to do. So if you do have the ability to do that, I would say do that. Um, another thing I think you could do so on social media, you could find people possibly that are in the same area as you maybe you follow some people that are in the same area as you that you didn't even realize and you could reach out to them message them and see if maybe they would want to do something together um if they don't want to obviously there's no there's no harm in asking if they say no they say no another thing you could go to is bumble bff i believe i've never used it before but i do hear that it can be useful for people to find other people to hang out with and the last thing that i would say is once you find one person you can become friends with if they have other friends maybe see if you can get to know their other friends you know i think that anyone would be happy more than happy to share you to their friend group and introduce you to their friend group. I don't think anyone would hesitate to do that. Or at least I would hope no one would hesitate to do that. The next little section that I have broken this up into, I've broken this up into five sections. We'll see if I add any, if anything comes to mind. But the next little section I have is keeping friendships healthy when moving far away. So I want to talk about how I'm doing that right now 
And then also, maybe I'll talk about some other ways that you could keep healthy relationships while being far apart. So I currently live about a thousand miles away from all my friends at home. For me, personally, I am a person that does enjoy being alone. So it is not as hard for me to be alone. I haven't felt lonely at all yet. I I feel like there probably will be a moment where I do feel like that. Um, but I think it'll be farther down the line than most people. I also have not felt homesick yet, which I'm very, very thankful for. I'm happy that I, I feel safe and comfortable here where I am. Keeping friendships healthy when moving far away. First of all, the number one thing I think that is important is that both parties, both friends within the friendship, um, whether that be a one-on-one friendship or a group of friends, I mean, you still have an individual relationship with each of those friends in a friend group. You need to understand that communication is very big. If you want to actually keep in touch with that person, you have to put in the effort to be talking to them and communicating with them and checking in on them. Um, And that goes both ways, the person that moves away and the person that is staying put. There should be equal efforts of communication. Along with the communication just back and forth, there also could be helpful to have a communication of how often you want to talk to each other. Maybe you plan out calls or just like letting each other know like what days you're going to be more busy that you won't be able to talk as much so that people that care about you don't start wondering why you aren't responding. Um, That can go for friends, families, relationships, anything like that. Just being very proactive in the fact that you're telling them like, hey, for example, for me, yesterday I was telling someone, I was like, hey, I'm not going to be on my phone for the next three hours so if I don't respond that is why I will get back to you as soon as I can and because I told them that I think that it gave them peace of mind to know that because when I wasn't answering and hadn't even looked at my phone and hadn't even seen their message it wasn't because I was ignoring them it was because I genuinely was not on my phone and I think that it's especially important to do that nowadays because everyone knows we all have our phones on us all the time. I personally, just because you're your phone, it doesn't mean you see every notification or pay attention to every notification because I personally have my phone on me or near me a lot, but that doesn't mean that I necessarily am like actually on it um, or paying attention to what the notifications are. I personally just like don't love looking at my phone, which is something that has definitely had to change now that I'm trying to keep in contact with people that I'm far away from, I am spending more time on my phone, but it's because I'm having genuine conversations with the people that I am far away from. Another thing that I think is very helpful for keeping the relationships, the friendships healthy when you are far away is utilizing FaceTime. I said this in my intro, in in my weekly recap, that FaceTime has been very, very comforting for me recently. And I think that it can be comforting for both people, the person that's far away and the person that is where the person moved from, um, like that, that did not move. It can be very comforting for both the, both the people to, like I had said earlier, have that conversation, that live conversation, that back and forth, the genuine reaction to what people are saying is so important 
rather than just reading a text message or, you know, I mean, voice memos or, or sending a video is better than just typing something because you can hear the emotion and the person's voice behind it, but it's still more effective, in my opinion, to have that FaceTime call or that phone call every once in a while just to be able to have that real-time reaction and conversation with the person that you were talking to. I think another fun thing that you could do for keeping a friendship healthy when you're far away is you could always send your friends like souvenirs or little care packages. I also think it would be really cute to send them handwritten letters even though you're already talking to them on your phone and stuff. I just think things like that are like really cute and sweet or send them photos of things that remind you of them throughout your day if you see anything. And then also making sure that when you're Maybe if you're coming home to visit um, or back to where you came from to visit, make sure you're communicating with them to be able to spend time with them in person before you leave again. I think that that is a very meaningful thing to do for the people that you are friends with, that you still want to be close with. Making sure to prioritize spending even just a little bit of time with them when you are back, if you can. Obviously, if it's like one day and you only have that day to spend with your family, then Hopefully they would understand that. Okay, topic number three in friendships is how to leave friendships that aren't serving you. Now, I personally have had this experience. Um, I did leave a friendship. I've left, well, I've left quite a few friendships, but I've left one friendship that was really, really big and important to me. I actually ended up being able to heal that re- that friendship with the person, and we are really good now I think the first thing you need to ask yourself is if you're questioning at all if you should leave a friendship I think you already know the answer but before you jump to conclusions it is important to try to communicate your needs to the person in the friendship say you are second-guessing your friendship because the communication is off. Like, they are not talking to you as much as you would like them to. And you try to communicate that, that to them, but they make up excuses like, oh, I'm just so busy, or they just say, like, I forgot, or they could maybe just be like, it's not that big of a deal, like, we're still friends. But if they're not putting in the same amount of effort that, that you are, or they're not putting in the effort that you want or they're not willing to make that change, then it is okay, that it's completely okay to want to end that friendship. Any reason that you want to end a friendship is honestly okay. It's, it's your judgment. Hold up, I need a water break. I'm getting some sparkling water. I'm going to have the Trader Joe's raspberry lime sparkling water because my throat is so dry right now. If they are doing anything to harm you, obviously that is a reason to leave a friendship. Um, I think you can be, you are the best judge of whether or not it is time to leave a friendship. And I will be getting into red flags in relationships and green flags in relationships here in a couple minutes. The way that I communicated I'm just going to share with you my experience of how I communicated when I thought it was time to end a friendship. 
I had communicated to the person. I felt like we were in different stages of life. It wasn't that I didn't care for them or that I felt like they didn't care for me. It was just that I, for my personal experience, I felt like we needed some time apart. And that is completely okay to ask for too. You do not have to completely end a friendship with someone. You can always ask for just time apart. You know, that could be a couple days. That could be weeks. That could be months. That could be a year if you need it to be. You take as much time as you need because if they are really your friend, you, if they are really, if you are really meant to be friends, you will find your way back to each other no matter how far down the line that may be. But what I had to do was confrontation is very hard for me. Even with, when it's with someone that I know that is not going to get angry at me or someone that I know is genuinely a safe person for me to talk to. I had to confront this person with the thoughts that I was having, what I thought I needed. I, I told this person that this is what I need right now. That doesn't mean that this is set in stone forever. But here is, you know, A, B, C, D, E reasons why I think I need this. Let me hear what you have to say, too. I wanted to make sure that I heard what they had to say before I ended the friendship for that period of time. And I think that that is a very important thing to do, too, is to even when you are trying to end that friendship, it is still good to be willing to hear what the other person has to say before just completely shutting them out without even hearing any explanation. Now, obviously, if they are harming you, if it's if it's a different situation, if it's a more serious situation, you have every right to not listen to that. But if it's, it's, if it's in a situation of you just want space from the person or you don't know how long you need time away from them, it is... The other person's right to be able to explain how they feel too because they, you know, they're they're going through the experience just as much as you are. I don't know if that made sense. I really hope that that you kind of resonated with what I was saying um, or like understood what I was saying because this can be kind of confusing to talk about. But I hope that that a little bit of an example from my experience was helpful for you. Don't ever be afraid to just I know that that's easier said than done to to not be afraid but seriously if you want something to happen in a relationship of any kind the best way that you can get that to happen or move towards that happening is to communicate it with the other person because they will not know unless you tell them they can't read your mind no one can read your mind you have to help them be able to see what it is that you want to change or what it is that's bothering you or what it is that you need. Now let's get into red flags in friendships. I just have a small list. Number one, always talks about other people behind their back or gossips. I don't think that it is good to be in a friendship where the only thing the two of you do is gossip about other people or complain about other people or talk about other people and never anything that has to do with your own personal life. Because think about it. You're literally building a relationship with another person based off of things you dislike or find annoying about other people. Also, if they're complaining about other people that much to you, 
think about how much they could be complaining about you to other people. I just think that there's, like, they, there's a good chance that they might be talking about you behind your back as well. So I, for me personally, I consider that a red flag and I would reevaluate the situation. And if you do notice that you and a friend are only ever talking about that stuff, but you still want to be friends with them, you can bring that up in a conversation and be like, hey... I get that you're upset about this person, but I feel like all we ever do is talk about person X, Y, Z. Can we maybe, you know, just, like, talk about life or, like, things other than, like, people that we're upset at right now? Or can we talk about something other than gossip? Just communicate that to the person. And based on what they say, can help you make your decision on whether you really want to be friends with them or if it's better for you to just move on. Number two, only wants to talk to you when it's convenient for them. I dealt with this so much growing up um, in middle school and elementary school, actually. A lot of the time I would get treated like I was invisible. And then as soon as it was convenient for someone to have me around, I was like their best friend for, you know, a couple days or like a week. And then I'd get dropped again. It's just, it's really, it's a really shitty feeling. I'm just going to say it. It's a really shitty feeling to just be there for the other person's, like, every call, every beckoning call. Um, but then when you need them, they're not there for you. That is not a healthy relationship. You should not be putting in 100% or even just, like, 75% when the other person's literally only coming to you when it's convenient for them, for their own benefit. They aren't putting in anything to, you know, give back to you or to check in on you or see how you are. It's it's all about them. And if you do catch yourself in a relationship with like uh, a friendship like that, I don't think that you need to really explain much. Just get out of that because it really isn't going to make you feel good. The longer you stay in that relationship, the worse you're going to feel. That is not the kind of friendship that I would want to be in. And I know from personal experience, I have been in way too many of them and I was stuck in it because it was my only option for a very long period of my life. Number three, I believe. I believe this is number three. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Um, Doesn't stand up for you when you aren't around. Let's say, I guess this kind of goes with number one, but let's say other people are talking about you behind your back if your friend doesn't stand up for you maybe maybe they maybe they can't stand up for you but if they add in to the shit that people are saying about you drop them because that is not worth your time if they're going to allow people to talk about you like that and add into it on top of that they really aren't your friend nothing more I need to say about that tries to embarrass you about something that you know you're insecure about. Let's say something embarrassing happened to you at a certain point in time and then you're maybe you and that friend are with like a group of people and they just randomly decide to bring up that one moment in time for no reason that they know bothers you that you don't like to talk about. If they do something like that, that is not that's not okay. That's not their business to be sharing. Especially if you have communicated to them that you do not want them to talk about that. Big no. Big no. Big red flags. And then the last one, which we've already kind of covered, 
lack of communication. If you don't communicate, if they don't communicate with you, if they aren't telling you things, if they're not responding to your messages, you know, taking like a week to respond and they say, oh, I just saw this. Like, if you really want to be their friend, you will be making sure to check and double check that they didn't message you something if you really wanted to be close friends with them. I just think that it isn't worth your time or energy if they aren't putting in the same amount of time or energy. Now, it's different if it's like a friendship where you know you can, you both just, you both check in on each other like every couple of months. If it's a relationship like that, I totally get that. But like, if you want that like really, really close-knit relationship with someone and they're not putting in that same effort as you with communicating like every day or like every other day or whatever, it's not worth your time nor is it worth your energy. Okay, last section of this topic. Green flags and friendships. Number one, reaches out to you to check in on how you are, even if it's been a while. If you do happen to not really check in with a friend for a couple weeks and they reach out to you and ask how you are and genuinely mean it and are just seeing how you are doing as a human being, that is a good that is a good good friend to have. Honestly, it can change the way you feel just to know that someone was thinking about you, especially if you haven't talked to them in a while. And maybe that's a friendship like I had said a few minutes ago. Maybe that's not the f- type of friendship where you're like super duper tight anymore, but maybe it's like a friend that you were really close with at one point or even maybe you weren't even like the closest but you were still friends and you hung out and stuff just knowing that like they're taking the time to check in with you even if you haven't talked in a long time that definitely should mean something number two prioritizes how you feel in a situation along with their own feelings so someone who is able to take into consideration how they are feeling and communicate that to you but also being open to listening to what you have to say If they are not willing to listen to what you have to say and what you are feeling or they tell you that what you are feeling is not true, that is such a red flag. But we are talking about green flags right now. So if they acknowledge how you are feeling, if they listen to how you're feeling, that doesn't mean they have to completely always understand what you are feeling. But if they are at least putting in the effort to try to hear what it is you are saying, that is what's important. They're giving you the chance to say what is on your mind and what your opinion is and how you're feeling and they're not invalidating it. If they're not making it less than what it is, if they're not making it seem unimportant, that is chef's kiss. Number three, good communication slash willing to FaceTime or call to keep in touch if you are far away. I've already pretty much covered this, but that is very, very important such a green flag if they are good at communicating and are willing to do that real-time conversation with you. If not, um, if you both agree that that's not something you want to do, then there's that's communication about it, you know? So I think it is up to the friendship. Number four? Number four. Hypes you up. You need a good hype man in your life. Hype man, hype woman, hype human being, hype... Yes, hype human being, hype person. Because 
it's nice to just have someone who is always rooting for you and on your side. So if you have someone that hypes you up, that is great. That is so ideal and definitely a good quality to have in a friend. Number five, we'll have your back when people are talking shit about you. Really don't need to go into more detail with that. They, If they have your back, if they stand up for you when people are saying things about you, they truly do care about you. They truly do have you in their best interest. Number six, the final green flag, is they will cover... They will help you cover up something um, embarrassing that happens. Say you're in public and something embarrassing happens. They will make sure that, let's say you spill something, they will make sure they help you clean it up. If you get thrown up on, they are running to you (laughs) to clean that puke off of you. Or if you're throwing up, they're holding your hair back. But yeah, if you do something embarrassing, if you mix something up, do something wrong, they have your back. They are there to make sure that you don't continue to make a fool out of yourself or they help you cover up the fact that you did something embarrassing before anyone else notices things like that that is definitely a good friend to have with that being said that is all I have for today's episode I hope that this wasn't like too rambly for you I hope this was interesting I hope it was helpful um these are just kind of my thoughts that I've been having recently about friendship as a person who is dealing with trying to make new friends in a new city. If you are experiencing this as well, just know you are not alone. A lot of us are going through it. A lot of us are experiencing either friendship breakups, trying to make new friends, being in a new space, all sorts of stuff. So just know you are not alone. Also, if you did enjoy today's episode, please feel free to leave a rating and review in the Apple Podcast store or leave a star rating on Spotify. Share this podcast with anyone that you think needs to hear this message. I think that this is a really good message for a lot of different people. Everyone could use a message about friendship, so please share it with someone if you feel called to. And with all that being said, I will be in your ears next week. Thank you for listening to Just a Thought with me. Bye!